With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, everybody. Mike Shope, Adam Krautwurst. Another episode of The Deep End tonight. It just, it's the calendar is so interesting. Like the football calendar keeps you busy, free agency, and then the combine. Now the draft is here. And even in fantasy, these, these guys like FFPC and, and the like, they got right up with their never too early best ball. Now here comes another best ball. And also, here comes the Football Guys Championship. We're going to focus some on that tonight, this year's edition, which opens May 1st. That is next weekend. And also, we'll look back at last year's. We'll talk to the winners and find out how they did it. I know Adam is, is uh, he's burning a little bit because they did it on one entry. There's the head shake we've come to know and love. Barry in the lead, Mike. You're Barry in the lead. We'll talk to Donnie Andrews and Brady David, the winners of last year's Football Guys Championships. Thanks for watching. Welcome to the high-stakes, focused, deep end. It's not my money. (laughs) <laughs> but if you win that tournament or one like it on one entry, you should win double. You should absolutely win double. I right. mean, listen, the reason why we started the the Draft Trucks Invitational was for us to have a single entry tournament. And these guys, they, they don't know it yet, but they're, they're invited. They'll, they'll find out. Mm. Uh, is to have the best of the best with one single entry compete against, against each other. You know what I mean? So, right, um, right. so yeah, it'll be – it's it's yeah, I mean, it's super impressive and super – lucky and i can't wait to talk about how amazing this ride was for them because i'm super jealous (laughs) so things um, like this i often think of my friend greg bout who when we would go to sabers games and they'd have the 50 50 raffle he would say why would you ever buy more than one ticket i'm like well greg how do you expect to win he's like how do you expect to win anyway if you buy two tickets you know one of them is a loser (laughs) so his win would always be one Whatever, it's like $1 ticket at the 50-50 raffle, one ticket. Like, if you ever win that way, you should win double. That's just amazing. Maybe more than yeah. double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Like, you've said it too. So much of what determines winners, this is, this is the, the entirety of DFS and these tournaments is volume. And, and people draft accordingly. I've already got 13 shares of Jamar Chase, so let me get a couple Justin Jeffersons and, you know, whoever else. Like, it really is the volume – that doesn't win it for you necessarily, but it almost feels like you can't win without it. But these guys did. So good for them. That's tremendous. Yeah, I'm excited to, t- to talk to them. You want to get a thought in on this year's format? There are some changes, or we can do that after we talk to Donnie and Brady. I know they're waiting. Um, yeah, let's. I'll just go real quick over the new uh, kind of changes for this year and uh, the tournament. The reason why we wanted to have them on was to talk about it and last year. And um, But so, so some of the changes – that I've researched and found out. So the um, it's the top prize is still half a million, which is awesome. Um, and second prize is now gone up to 150 grand um, from the hundred thousand dollar price point that it was, um, which is which is cool. It's a nice little consolation prize. Uh, there's also a, a bunch more teams too. I'll have to get the exact number, but I feel like there's like 
I don't know, a couple hundred more teams that, that they're adding um, to this to make, kind of make that make that happen. 150 more leagues. Sorry, there's 150 more leagues that they that they've added to this. So that's quite a, quite a bit more teams, um, around 1,100 or 1,200 or so. So, um, so yeah, it's going to be exciting um, again to be to be a part of that. And uh, I know people are talking about, hey, we we, we want third price prize prizes for the leagues. We want more league prizes and stuff like that. But that just, we had Alex on the show a couple months ago and uh, that's not in the cards for this year. Um, so whatever, but uh, yeah, uh, it's getting started. It starts, I think the Sunday after the NFL draft. So usually I do the very first one of the year because I like to help kind of set the ADP for that. But I think the ADP is already kind of being set minus the rookies. So I might wait till like, if it's funny, if you go on football guys right now, the first draft of the year is I think nobody's entered at all. And then the second one is almost full. So I think everyone's, everyone wants to get in two to see what one does. So that's not working out for those people. It's not working out at all. It's not working out at all. Yeah, that's right. That's the day after the draft ends. So uh, why wait? Yes. So you are entered in one or not? I am not, I am not entered in one yet. So, all right. Um, one more thing on this. Last year, we talked to a number of guests who were, and you brought it up referencing Alex, they were a little bit, you know, disappointed that there wasn't more regular season money and that it was such a lopsided payout structure. It seems that FFPC was cognizant of that with the changes and they added money and also added teams. But there were a couple, at least a couple of guests who told us they didn't plan to play. Um, I don't yeah. know. Like, I, I, I don't care. I get to May and I'm ready. But... Like, do you feel like maybe it'll be down? I think it might start a little bit slower. I do because a lot of the high volume guys are not. Uh, I say that they're not going to be, be a part of it. I I want to wait and see on that to see if they actually mean it. But then you got the champs from last year had one. They're going to have you know they're going to oh. max enter now. They, they got they got to. <laughs> let's, so, find let's, let, find let's find out. Let's find out. Let's find out. Let's get let's get them in here. All right, Donnie Andrews and Brady David, co-champs, the FF or the FPC Football Guys Players Championship last year. Congrats, guys. Donnie, you're in uh, Baltimore, right? That's correct. Yep, I'm in Baltimore, Maryland. Are you guys close friends? We are, yeah. We've been friends since uh, probably early high school, middle school, uh, that we've been in the same home league, fantasy football league with each other since probably our sophomore year of high school. So, Brady, you're also in the Baltimore area then? Yeah, I live I live out in Aberdeen, which is about thirty minute drive away from Baltimore now. But uh, moved here about a year ago. But yeah, I would still tell everyone I'm from Baltimore area, I guess. So, is this a regular thing for you guys to enter this tournament, or if not, like how did it come about that you got in last year? We so not last year. The, so we joined three years ago. Um, a buddy of mine from college. I actually co-owned a team with him. And I was telling Donnie about the idea and he loved it. So we decided to do it. And then uh, I think we did all right. We didn't, we, we just came up short of the big playoff, I think. And then Donnie didn't want to do it during the COVID year because he was a little afraid of the uncertainty. And then we ran it back last year. Yeah. Donnie wasn't wrong. COVID the COVID year was, was a brutal year, especially for us high volume guys. It was even last year was, was almost as bad with the timing of, I remember like the, um, the Tyler Higby situation where he had fake COVID oh, and, yeah. and, and couldn't yeah. get a guy for him. And then the next week he had COVID like, Oh my God, enough already. So uh, Donnie probably will probably wasn't wrong there. <laughs> right. Well, hopefully that's over. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's done. Yeah, Max entering next year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about how you drafted. Was it a live draft or a slow draft? And Donnie, you start. How do you remember how you put your team together? Yeah, so it was a live draft. Um, honestly, it's it's kind of amazing. We we barely did any prep work up front. Um, I think we had a call probably 30, 40 minutes um, before the draft. I think it was towards the end of August. Um, so towards the end of preseason. Um, had a call just to talk about, all right, here's some players we like. Uh, here's some strategies. We talked about, like, what are we going to do in the first round? Neither one of us liked Derrick Henry a whole lot, mm-hmm. um, which might have been a mistake in hindsight, but he ended up getting hurt. So <laughs> it worked out. Uh, same thing with like Zeke. We were happy to see him go in front of us. Um, so really we're trying to figure out like, okay, we, um, we want to take Kelsey or Waller if they fall to us. We like having one of those top tight ends. Um, get that out of the way. It's one position and we can focus um, or narrow our focus in on the draft. Um, those guys went. Um, so talking about like, Adams Hill, which one do we like out of them? And then just kind of overall strategy. So, yeah, I, I like that. And so just for the people who can't see the board, you guys picked uh, three, six, seven, and you started um, Devante Adams, then Najee Harris, then Terry McLaurin, Mark Andrews, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, Debo Samuel, Zach Moss, Jalen Waddle, Tony Pollard, Joe Burrow, Gerald Everett. So, um, you had that nice Cincinnati stack there. Um, and I love, you know, I'm, I'm, I love the, the, the zero RB hero RB build that you guys did here. Was that a plan? You guys said you didn't do a ton of prep work beforehand. I'm mean, obviously you guys play fantasy football, so you're always doing it anyways, but as far mm-hmm. as like building this specific team, did you guys talk about, Hey, we're going to go a hero RB or zero RB or whatever. I think a little bit, um, so, like, I don't think we explicitly came out and said, we're doing this build. I, I think it's kind of a mistake to come out and say, or to pre-build or pre-plan your build before the draft happens. In some sense, you need to let the board fall to you. But um, we both talked about it. It's like, hey, we're trying to avoid the the RB dead zone between rounds three through six. Guys like uh, Mike Davis uh, that got drafted last year. Um, blanking on some of the other names, but uh, – it's like those guys that just basically they're, they're being drafted that high purely because of volume, just throw them off the draft board. Right. So those rounds were just taking tight ends. We're taking receivers. Maybe if a quarterback falls to us. Um, yeah, that, that was the way to go. So Brady, let's talk about before we get to the Bengals trying to go in order here, Mark Andrews, I don't know if you guys are Baltimore fans necessarily, mm-hmm. but if you are even better tight end six, maybe he was in that five, six range last year. You don't get Kelsey, or Waller, but it worked out. I mean, Andrews was the one you wanted in the end, especially at that price. Yeah, that was that was easily the quickest pick of the draft for us. We, when we were on the clock in the third round with Terry, we thought, okay, because there's a top six tiers or a top tier of six tight ends with Pitts, Andrews, and Hawkinson. And then when we were on the clock in the third, three of them were still available. So we figured uh, there was a decent chance we would get one of them. Uh, we, I think we wanted Andrews the most. I can't really remember, but then they both went off pretty quickly after that. We were sweating out getting Andrews, but that ended up being the easiest pick for us of the draft. And we are big Ravens fans, so that certainly didn't hurt. Did you remember how you felt when Jackson went down as far as Andrews? Because you're probably at least in contention here. Were you thinking that it was going to be bad for him? Because it ended up being great. It, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Brady. 
I was going to say, yeah, I mean, I was a little concerned, but the truth of it, I mean, when did Lamar go down? Like week, week 13? So it's like yeah. kind of the start of the playoffs. I mean, I don't know if, if, if we go through our playoff run, we, we got in on highest points and we started in like 1600th place during the playoffs, which I think is around middle of the road. And then our first week we put up 120 points. So we dropped down to like 2400th place or something like that. And I thought we were dead. So like it, it was like at that point I was, I wasn't really stressing over it. And then we had the eruption, the Jamar chase eruptions the last two weeks, basically uh, with the Kansas city game right. that ended up bringing this back. So I, I wasn't really sweating it that much because I kind of thought there was no point to because I thought we were dead. Yeah. Adam, I mean, Andrews, was he tight end six or was he four or five? Remember? You mean as far as ADP? Yeah, last year. Was he yeah, going? He, was, he usually went ahead of Hawkinson. Him and Hawkinson kind of went, went back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's so it's so funny to kind of go. I mean, I feel like – it's a you know it's already last season already. I know and so all the way back to last season and think about how like all my you know, a lot of my successful rosters had the Mark Andrews on there. Um, it's it's really like kind of neat uh, and nostalgic from four months ago to see Mark, Mark Andrews on there. But um, but yeah, I love that. I love that. If you want to <laughs> drag out a board from six years ago and we can talk about what right. we remember, I mean, I would love that exercise. <laughs> and it's cool to see too, like a, a team that won a national championship here without without Cooper Cup. I mean, I mean, granted, Jamar Chase was a stud too, but Cup was. I mean, people aren't still aren't giving it enough. I mean, it was like the greatest fantasy receiver receiver season ever for uh, you know. So him and him and you know Randy Moss and maybe Jerry Rice fifty years ago. So uh, to to do it without him is really really cool. And and um. I don't want to get too far ahead here. How, how far do we? Because I want to kind of talk about the end of your guys' draft here. The, the Bengals. Let's do the, the Bengals. Bengals. Okay, go ahead. So what I'm wondering is, so Donnie, you take Chase in five. I mean, you you might have been thinking Jackson because you have Andrews. It was such a popular stack. You get Chase in five, and then you get to round six, and it's Boyd. Are you already thinking Burrow there? Were you maybe thinking Jackson too? I'm guessing yes. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I will. I'm gonna start this off by saying there's probably the biggest point of contention we had in the draft. Thank you. Uh, when <laughs> Brady likes when I bring this up was around the Jamar chase pick. Uh, if you remember back week four of the preseason of last year, Jamar chase ADP crashing uh, because he quote unquote, can't catch the football. Um, I, I fell a little bit for that trap. Um, I didn't, I not because he didn't catch the football, but like watching some of those games, he was like, he wasn't getting open uh, in some of those preseason games. And I was a little worried about it. So I, we had a big one-on-one debate of Chase versus Julio Jones, of all people. Uh, and, and I was on the Julio Jones side. Uh, thankfully, I, I think Brady had a little bit of a stronger conviction, conviction and eventually convinced me um, that Chase was a play, uh, especially with his, um, his sort of like profile of high draft pick, athleticism, uh, good team, good quarterback. He kind of checks all those boxes. Um, so once we had Chase, uh, I was kind of – I liked Tyler Boyd a lot, which was the wrong decision. But at the time, I thought he's kind of PPR king. He might catch 100 balls, 90 balls. So we take him, and then immediately once that happens, it's like, all right, now we're just – we're basically just lining up uh, Joe Burrow in the queue and um, waiting for the right opportunity to pull the trigger on him. Quarterback 14 – Brady Burrow 
that's another thing that might not be top of mind when you look at this, looking backward to everybody watching that Burrow was off that injury and there were serious questions about him. So you see guys going ahead of him here, like Ryan Tannehill, for instance, in that round. Of course, that would look strange now. So I don't think, though, that that was too far off. Like you probably felt round 9, 10, that you were still pretty good shape for Burrow, I'm thinking. Yeah, and and the good thing about the Bengals stack, I mean, something I always look at for these drafts are obviously stacking quarterbacks with your your pass catchers. But the way you win these type of things is is by leveraging stacks that not are, are not as popular. So Burrow's coming off the ACL. Jamar Chase can't catch. Who knows if the Bengals are going to be a bad team again. So once we got Chase and then Boyd, it was pretty clear that that was a pretty – we were pretty leveraged with that sort of stack. So I, I can't remember if we thought where Burrow exactly was going, if we reached around or not, but it ended up working out. Yeah, for sure. And and Brady too, if you want to use the if you want to call your lawyer and use this to get like eight more percent on that on that payout with the Jamar Chase, you can totally use use this video too. <laughs> um but, Don, Donnie is forever indebted to me. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's that's really interesting. And and another thing too, with like the schedule, you know, I think the Chief they had you, you know, once the schedule came out, you saw that it was Bengals and Chiefs and they were gonna mm-hmm. shoot up there and and all all that type of stuff. That's really important stuff to kind of to, to kind of look at too. Um, it, it, it turns out that they blasted Baltimore twice, and that oh, yeah. is probably not yeah. something you would have banked on. But sure. once they had two just perfect offensive games against the Ravens, who were just uh, completely shredded by injuries by then. And Chase, well, Chase murdered uh, Marlon Humphrey the Humphrey. first game, yeah, mm-hmm. which yeah. was surprising. But I guess it was. I think another point too about the chase thing is it's not just that he was dropping everything. It's that he came out and said, yeah, it's yeah. harder. That's, yeah, exactly. So I'm going to yeah. defend Donnie a little bit. He yeah, did I thought, hey, it's harder to catch the ball. Yeah. Which, I which mean, was crazy. Mike, but. I think it was Mike Florio's report. I think he took that a little bit out of context, but like, shocking. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but, uh, I wasn't. I mean, it's not like the guy just forgets how to play football and catch a ball. I mean, I thought he would figure it out, but sure. I mean, we'll take. We took. I mean, we don't get Andrews if he doesn't come out and say that with him. So we'll take the discount. Yeah. Well, um, no Cooper Cup, Adam, but Debo and Waddle. Yeah, I was just gonna say I don't want to like skip over though. I mean, Debo and Waddle just just to smash on so many picks. You know, the Chase, the Andrews, Najee, Devon. I mean, just. Waddle, was he a guy that you were both high on? Was he just kind of, hey, next man up on the board? Like, because I was completely off of Waddle. I just, I just don't think Tua's any good. And, but I didn't, you know, see all those, you know, 12 target games and stuff like that. Um, was that someone you you guys were high on? I, I, I don't think we were like super, super high on him. Um, I, I think the way that definitely I like to approach these drafts and I'm, I'm Brady as well is, um, we, we try and try and find those guys that can really massively outperform their ADP. Uh, and a lot of those guys tend to be, uh, in the shape and size of Jalen Waddle, like the top six, seven pick in the draft, uh, super fast, super athletic. Uh, I, there were a whole bunch of questions about Tua, but they were questions, right? We didn't know. We didn't know if he was good. He might've been good. He might've been bad. Um, we weren't entirely sure. So basically just, and I think the same thing applies to Debo Samuel, right? He had, he was injured the year previous, but 
we've seen him when he's healthy and he's good and kind of everybody was uh, locked into Ayuk at the time. But just right. taking that discount on getting talented guys uh, in round seven, eight, nine, ten, and below that can sort of really outperform their ADP. And uh, Waddle was definitely the next man up as far as that mold. A consistent, a, a consistent theme we have in like every league we're in is we're overly obsessed with drafting, drafting rookies too. So that also part plays into it, which doesn't really typically work out for redraft, but mm -hmm. yeah, finally paid off. <laughs> well, you have smashes here in terms of the stack, the tight end, Samuel and Waddle. I haven't seen the bottom yet, and I have to know who your regular RB2 was at some point here because we're not we're, – well, it's got to be we, off waivers. We drafted, yeah. we drafted Jack Moss as our RB2, and he was a healthy one scratch. So that, that was right. – <laughs> So are you, were you an Elijah Mitchell team or what? No, we, put it, no, we, we, put we got outbid. We, uh, we talked about the – I remember there was a big waiver wire decision of – how much do you want to bid for Elijah Mitchell? Uh, and I think we got up, I was initially like 500, 600, something like that. Keep us, keep us with some waiver wire bucks to play with. Uh, we eventually got up to like 750, I think Brady convinced me to go higher. Uh, and I, the winning bid was like 980 or something like that. So we didn't even come close. So uh, honestly, I think the biggest lesson I learned is uh, you talk about who our regular RB2 was, didn't have one. We were scraping yeah. by trying to find 10 points, 9 points, 11 points uh, every single week off the waiver wire. We got lucky. We picked up like uh, Mark Ingram a week before he got traded just because we literally needed somebody to plug into our lineup. Uh, he gets traded to the Saints. Kamara goes down and there's three weeks. We get 10 points a week. Uh, so like we had a couple of Ramon J. Stevenson weeks, um, Jeff Wilson in the playoffs. We probably wouldn't have won with it if we didn't pick up Jeff Wilson. Um, Tony Pollard carried us, not carried, but just again, getting those 10 points every single week. Who, for yeah. the record, is the best running back on his team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, yeah. everybody knows the Tochi uh, <laughs> Olympics or something, but uh, yes. Everybody <laughs> knows that except for, except for his, his own. Team. Oh, yeah. this is the deep end, baby. We all know that. We know. <laughs> but yeah, it's cool to look. So this is the roster. It's hard to kind of see, but they had um, Kadarius Tony, who I loved. I'm, I'm kind of high on a little bit this year. Rashad Bateman. Um, like you said, Ramondre Stevenson, Dalton Schultz, a nice, a nice pickup there too. So, uh, yeah, really impressive roster there by the end of the year. And it just goes to show like how much, uh, you know, what makes a difference kind of there at the end and to kind of point out, like, I was so interesting, like kind of looking over this roster and studying it, like j picks 12 through 20 gone, not even on the roster. Like it's just, it's, it's a, and it's, that's not ab abnormal. Like people, you know, they were every single pick and they toil over it. And they, you know, what do I do? And this, that it doesn't even, if you hit on the right players, right. And you have kind of the right base strategy, you know, it's all turnover at the, at the end of the roster there. I mean, literally, I think every player is gone from round 12 to, to 20, obviously wow. the, the, the kicker and the defense, you're going to be, you know, bringing those guys in and out for bye weeks and stuff and streaming that, but to literally have every single player be off the roster from 12 to 20, and just to smash like that is was really really cool. I love it's kind of it's it's kind of funny. The one the one player we do have on the team was was the kicker. Oh, there you go, Crater Crater in the dome. That was Romano. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that uh, I mean that that's a great point. And one thing it says is do not get stuck. 
you know, with, oh, we, we picked him in the 12th round, you know, the way sometimes yeah. NFL teams do. Oh, we picked him and he's not good, but we picked him and, you know, that sort of un- unwillingness to separate from guys, even though they haven't produced because you have whatever the sunk cost mm-hmm. theory there. So um, that's to your credit. Well, one more question I have because my main event partner, Louis, who's not on the show, and I lost somewhere in the neighborhood of $2,000 on the play was the Najee Harris run that won it for you at the end of the season because you were not in first place until the last play of that famous Ben is retiring Monday night, but he's going to play in the playoffs. Ben uh, Cleveland Pittsburgh <laughs> game. What was that? Uh, Dottie first. What was the night like? Yeah. So I, I actually, I will say that we, we were in first uh, before that play. It was only oh, by sorry. a couple of points. You're fine. It's, it was still, uh, Extremely it wasn't over. Uh, yeah. yeah, it wasn't okay. over. We were only up by three or four points at the time. Um, so we were still sweating it out. Um, I actually, so that night I went over to Brady's house, um, watched the game on his brand new 90 inch TV, I think. Uh, <laughs> really, really, really sweating it out. Uh, <laughs> I kind of, I tend to get a little nervous. So a lot of pacing around, uh, drank a couple beers, kind of take the edge <laughs> off. Uh, but uh, that run, uh, that kind of sealed it. I'm pretty sure – I don't remember exactly what happened, but I know I sprinted across Brady's basement, and I, at the end of it, I ended up falling on the floor like in celebration. So that, that was pretty cool. So you, you were in first. We were. were. In first most of the night? Or like Harris got the, a couple carries before that, and we, my buddy and I were trying to hang on. We just needed him not to break one, which he did. But you didn't need him to break one to win? No, we, we didn't need him to break one. We needed him at the end of the night. I think it was like 16 or 17 PPR points. Um, I think he had like 13 by halftime. Uh, and then by th- he had a little bit of a slow quarter. By I think the start of the fourth quarter, we had eventually taken the lead, and we were just holding on for hope after that. Who, who were you fighting off during, during the night? Like, were you, Was there anybody else you had to compete with? Chubb, maybe. Chubb, yeah, Dante there was- Johnson. Okay. There, there is a, there is a, was it Chubb, Deontay, and and Steelers D or mm-hmm. Steelers D team? There was a team that was behind. We had to get like fourteen to guarantee a top three, and then there was a Chubb team, and then there was like a Deontay and Steelers team that we were holding off to. So I'm guessing yeah. Brady had done all the math, and Donnie was too nervous to look. Just tell me, just tell me <laughs> what we're gonna win. Is that close at least? I, I had I had a yeah. note, I had a notes app thing with every scenario listed yeah. here. Uh, Me too. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. I I remember, you know, watching the game from right where I'm sitting actually, and going when he broke that off, I was like, oh my god, somebody. Now, I I, I was wrong, but I'm like, someone just won a half a million dollars on that run, guaranteed. Because I've I've been a part of this like two year two or three years ago. I came in fifth place in the main event and I was sitting third or fourth and uh, it was a Packers. It was a Monday night, same situation. Packers, I think Minnesota, Bears, Minnesota and Aaron Maybe. Jones snaps off like a 47 yard touchdown run garbage, you know, like six minutes left. Didn't even matter. And it cost me a spot or two in the main event finals. And I remember just, collapsing on, on the grouse opposite of what, what, what you guys yeah. were doing. It, it didn't cost me 500,000, but it was still, it was, it was a lot of money. So, but that's super exciting. That's really, really cool for you guys. Um, You know, kind of looking forward, that's a nice recap of last year. Looking forward to this year. Any idea what you guys are going to do? You're going to do uh 
you know, more, obviously more, more than one. Are you going to, um, what, what, what are you thinking? What's, what's the plan? So I definitely, so not only did we, we only split, a, uh, one entry, um, me personally, I, this was my only entry in the, um, the football guys championships. Well, I wasn't, um, wasn't managing any teams on my own. Uh, that's definitely going to change that. Uh, probably maybe get a three pack of them manage, manage myself. Uh, I don't know if it's unlucky for Brady and I to co-manage a whole bunch of them, or if we should continue with uh, just a single approach and, or a single team and run it back. We have to talk about that. But um, I, I think collectively, Brady, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are probably going to be a lot more entries than there were last year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And if we were to split one, we might, we might go up to the, was it $1,800 for this? Yeah, the main event. The big one, but yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, there's definitely going to be several several teams yeah. we both have, I would say. Yeah, and I will say, like, oh, I'm sorry. I will say real quick that I think this is uh, this is definitely my favorite format. So I feel like I'm, like, out of, out of all my fantasy leagues, I think, I had, like, last year I had, like, 10 fantasy leagues. And uh, I find myself every year just, like, slashing stuff off that I don't care about and just pumping more into football guys. I, even if, even at, like, the, the lower-level satellite leagues that are 50 bucks or something like that. Uh, I, I really enjoy the format. So, uh, so, you, so you guys did at least take some of the money out. You, you yeah, yeah. like a half million yeah. dollars sitting in your FFPC account. Probably, <laughs> yeah. That's probably good. Tell you, well, that, that was stressful too. Uh, and, <laughs> and Brady was probably even more stressed. Uh, I, I had the whole 500 lump sum sitting in my account because <laughs> I was the, uh, the owner of the team because I signed up for it and, uh, I got an email from uh, the owner of FFPC. Basically, I was talking about how do I transfer the money, and he told me, "You do whatever you want with it. It's your money." <laughs> yeah. so I, I had to give him consent to give half the grade. So I, I think we're probably even on the Jamar Chase thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's absolutely right. What a Good great story, guys. guys. Yeah, that's that that, that that's really really cool. Yeah, I'll just say you got to do. Listen, you can't just one and done it because that's like a poker game. You roll up, win the first yeah. hand, and then leave. You gotta. We need a chance <laughs> at winning our money back. Yeah. Okay, yeah. come on. I right love on. it. Donnie Brady, congratulations again. A pleasure talking to you tonight. And maybe we'll. Uh, Adam's talking about seeing you guys in the Draft Sharks Invitational, so that'd be good. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll talk again if that's the case. Yeah, that would be awesome. awesome. Uh, definitely keep in touch. It was a pleasure being on. Yeah, For thank sure. you very much. All thank right, guys. Thanks. Great. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. What a story. Pretty Nigel good. Harris, unbelievable. Yeah, every winning story is great. Like the Go Bills guys who won the main event, Yeah, their story wasn't down to the wire Monday night. They knew when Jamar Chase scored his first touchdown in the 1 o'clock game against Kansas City that they had it. And yep. so they were able to pretty much celebrate already, like all weekend, as opposed to this right. would be more common, right, where it comes down to the, the end of the Monday night game. Oh, incredible stuff. I love it. Great guys. You know, I was like, you know, you always, I'm like, yeah, one, what one entry, like, oh, unbelievable. What? A, it's just, it's humbling. Mike is what it is. It's absolutely humbling when I had 24 and I think my top team came in like 50th place, but those guys, your best uh, team went out to me. That's right. That's right. Your, your best FPC. I want to do yep. FBGPC. FBG7. I'll never forget it. FBG7. The Memorial Day League, yep. 
That's right. Uh, Amazing that these guys could win with one entry. Amazing these guys could win and not be from Buffalo. So many of the big champions That's right. That's are right. from here, so they beat the odds in more than one way. Sorry for banging into this microphone here, but I you know, <laughs> whacked it there a second ago. All right, so uh, I'm in the mood to play the football guys now. I mean, you got to get you got to if you're going to play it. Isn't this how they get you? If you're going to play, you got to get the three pack. Oh yeah, you at least got. It. I mean, how many three packs does it take to get to the? You know, apparently just a third of a three pack. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's and you know, I you know I'm spread so thin and I'm trying to do higher and higher stakes and but you know here's what I, what I will say: people don't like some of the payout structure that FBG. Fine, I don't necessarily d- disagree. But here's what I will say: they're really, really good practice for the bigger stuff. Like if you want to do bigger stuff, FFPC offer offers it all. 5Ks, 3Ks, I think they might offer a 10K, um, you know, all, all, all types. The, the main event, which is their, their flagship, that's that's 2000 This is really good practice. Now, it might not be practice in, in May, right? But, like, if you want to know what people are thinking in those rooms, because you can't go, what's a mock draft anyways? Nobody's mock drafting anymore. Like, you know, you can't get the practice that you need for the high-stake stuff without being in some of these football guys. So I'm not saying you got to do a hundred of them, but I think you got to be in those rooms. Cause that's where all the high stakes guys are that are playing the higher events. We, right. You don't need the mock draft. If you can play $10 underdog leagues <laughs> anytime true. you want, or you want to play $5 FFPC sit and goes like you don't need mock drafts. If you can play for five or 10 bucks. Right. Like, and if you, you want Louis G and your DMS at one in the morning, then play in the play in the underdogs. I'll tell you, you'll Is find that what it. happens. <laughs> that's what he cooked for my family today. Did he? Yeah. Lamb update? Is there a lamb yeah, update or no? You, you're, you're Mr. C.D. Lamb. Oh, Looked lambtastic, the pictures I got. But so good. No, Louie had a big Easter thing planned, and we, we were supposed to go. We couldn't go. That's not really honest. We didn't go. We could have gone, but it would have been tough. So <laughs> we ended up not going, and Louie's like, well, I'll bring you over food. I'm like, come on. He's like, I, I can't have all this food in the house, and I made it for – your wife, who's vegetarian, so uh, everybody ate Chef Luigi uh, today. Nice, it was a Very pleasure. Nice. It, was a, it was a pleasure. Very nice. I like. All it. right. Well, much more coverage of the football guys by next week. It's the NFL draft, and the week after that, it's on. It's, draft it's, sharks it's, on the deck. So I sent you. We've talked about this here and there. I sent you a, a message. I don't know. A couple of weeks ago. Are we doing this? And that's why I wanted to bring it up tonight. Are we doing this? So my idea is I live on the, the western border of New York State, Grand Island, next to Canada, right across the river. Wait. That way. Is, is Canada. Behind me is Canada. <laughs> uh, you guys in Rochester, what do you think? Do you think Matt and Jared and Kevin and Lenny and Jason would all come here have a, oh, like a yeah. take a Friday off in July, July twenty second, perhaps. Take a Ooh. Friday off, draft in one of these things, and just have an outdoor day. What do you think? Would they Absolutely. Do it? I mean, they're probably going to text me right now and say, say, say that, that, that they're in. But no, yeah, let's let's get out there. Let's get let's get everyone uh, all hopped up and making some bad decisions in the, in the draft room, you know, and yep. uh, and ha- have some fun. You know, hopefully it won't be like it's been every day for the last three months and. 27 degrees and raining like it is right now here in, in beautiful Rochester, New York. But, uh, but yeah, no, that sounds, that sounds great. Get the deck. Is the in-ground pool going to be open too, or what? It's open this Friday. Is it heated? It's gotta be heated. Well, it isn't yet, but it, <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Sunday's supposed to be in the high 70s, so I'll be in the pool by Sunday. But it'll be open on Friday, and wow. you, guys, you guys can wait till July. What are you uh, setting at? 96? I mean, come on. No, usually like 80 is fine. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yeah we're there. We're there. Draft right, well, deep end, deep end draft shark swimming pool. You guys have, I, I heard, this is funny too. I heard, uh, I think I was listening to their show, Matt and Jared referenced the, the weekend, right? You got coming up where you go, you go, you guys get together. Yeah. Like, another swanky location for the draft. I can't do it, but I, I, I feel bad about that. And then, so Spotify, you, some of you will listen to us on Spotify and mine, I don't know. Partly it's because my kids and my wife use it. Partly it's because it's either on my computer or my phone or my car, I think. Partly it's because of this Canadian border point. Sometimes the Wi-Fi <laughs> thinks I'm in camp. I don't know. But I get into my car and turn. I try to turn on something on Spotify. Anything can happen. What happened yeah. today was a Draft Sharks pod just sort of started. And Matt and Jared were talking about the upcoming draft. And, uh, you know, we think we have a pretty good idea about what, what, what this class looks like. And so Matt sets Jared up. And Jared comes on. And he says, yeah, it really, what it looks like to me, Matt, is it's a great year for wide receivers and tight ends. Now, I'm, I'm driving, and I, I hear that. I think he's the first. Wait a minute. What is this going to be? He's the first person I've heard say it's a great year for tight ends. <laughs> so I'm driving for another two, three miles, and I, I, don't, I don't know. Spotify can do this. Um, I'm listening to them talk about, yeah, the draft is next week. And, you know, people like different players could be the same kind of thing you would say any year. And then, so Jared takes the mic back and he, he goes into how the two Iowa guys, Hawkinson <laughs> and Fant, and Fant are, that's right. are, good, are good prospects. I'm like, I've got, that. that's what you did to me? Spotify, right. you, you put up a Draft Sharks pre-draft show from three years ago? Like, <laughs> I mean, just, anything can happen. Be careful out there. Make sure the fantasy content you are consuming That's is right. from this year. That's right. Because you could get trapped. If I didn't know the names well enough, I could have gotten stuck there. But Hawkinson and Fant, I pulled over. Once I heard that, I'm like, come on. I get so mad at this thing. You know, I feel like everything should work perfectly. So I just You pulled over and Doc was there and Marty McFly was running out of the – he was running yeah. out of the mall there. And it was 1967 and it was Back to the Future. And what a – Whoa, 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 what an episode. What a fa back to the future <laughs> fantasy football. Right. I like it. Yeah. So hopefully these guys will uh, come by in July. Everybody's invited. I left oh, it to yeah. Adam to invite them. And I think Adam is saying right now he thinks he just did that. I just did that. And uh, consider it done. Consider it done. And Lenny's got relatives here. My wife knows his brother, I think. So that's right. Yeah. There's lots of, we got people all over Western New York, Grand Island. Oh. I mean, Buffalo. Do. I don't know if I have anybody in Buffalo, but Grand Island and, you know. Oh, we could yeah. put up something really cool. Like it, what I learned last year in that football, guys, is we don't really want to play against each other. Right. That's right. But what if we did? So we just we get have... a closed league. We do what we remember. We drafted last year during the like day two of the NFL draft. We had that $35 yeah. FFPC closed league. Let's we can put one of those out again for I, that I, night. I think I won that too. No, oh, of course you did. You did win that. I did win that. Of course. And, and I was at WGR drafting that team. Showing off. Well, you keep bringing up the ones that I won. <laughs> That's right. All right. Anything else? Oh, I have a question. Yeah. So Thursday is our dynasty episode. And this is like, when you talk about the rookies, it seems like more dynasty suited, but draft is in nine days. 
Do you have yeah. favorites? You probably do by now, right? Like you probably got, we don't know landing spots yet. And most of our drafting will wait until the draft, the NFL draft is over, but you got to have guys you like more than other guys, you know, with the bills or, you know, for dynasty, depending on your draft position, have you thought about certain outcomes you'd like to see next week? Yeah, I have. And I actually, I listened to, um, part of your show today and um you know with the, the Brees hall to the bills talk obviously you know being in western new york that's the that would be exciting for fantasy and, and stuff like that and 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 yeah it's it's Brees hall to a team that doesn't have a major running back threat there would be really really awesome um and here and this is kind of off topic but i was thinking about it today listening to you guys like if the if the bills for example because i know they're one of the teams rumored to, to be looking at Brees hall like it's not a smart move, air quotes, for uh, for them to take a running back in the first round. They're up twenty five, so if they take so if they take a running back seven, eight, nine picks later, all of a sudden it's fine. Like I, if I'm not saying they should take Brees Hall, but I don't think a difference of six, seven, eight picks should make should deter them from taking a guy that they think can help them win the Super Bowl. And not that that matters for for fantasy football, but I think that. If they take him at 25, I don't think it's the dumbest thing that they could ever do. Now, there's different things. Oh, they should take an O-lineman and then take a running back in the third round because the O-lineman helps every running back get back there. Fine. But I guess I need to know like what my alternatives are. Am I taking a linebacker or am I t- – you know what I mean? Like, so I need to know what the alternatives are. Brees Hall of the Bills would be really cool. Um, the wide receivers, I'm kind of torn. I don't know – like the Jets, I don't think Zach Wilson's great, so – you know, what is a receiver really going to do for, do for him, you know? Um, but there are different, different scenarios, different things. I really dig in like most people after the draft, because unless you're doing a dynasty draft right now, uh, it's all speculation. It doesn't really matter. You, you know, you're doing some $5 underdogs and stuff like that, but the, mm-hmm. the, the big stuff kind of happens after the NFL draft. Yeah. You know, so much of this game, I think is, taking advantage of information you think other people have that's faulty or that you think you have and they don't sure like so much of our show tonight was donnie and brady talking about how they ended up capitalizing on a misconception about jamar chase that as you pointed out he helped cultivate yeah but nonetheless people were were getting out on jamar chase and if you didn't you probably won money so if you're drafting this week, which I'm not, I'm not opposed to drafting anytime. If you're drafting this week, you're trying to play it by what do most, what is the consensus draft expectation for this player? You know, if you, you mentioned the jets, if you think the jets is negative, so you want to avoid something, if it's Jamison Williams or somebody you think the jets, you have some reason for thinking, you know, who they're honing in on hall. Everybody seems to love him as a prospect but there aren't that many teams that really, if you will, need him. Yeah. Yep. So right now you're sitting at 101 and you don't know where he's going. You, you can look at the board and see if you want to get out. You can roll the dice, or if you're drafting in two weeks, it, it will look very different. So both positions, running back, receiver, will, once you get past the first two running backs and maybe one or two receivers, that next group of guys will be totally scrambled yes. by the draft, I think, you know, and yeah. next, next Sunday when football guys starts, it'll, it'll feel and look very different than it does. It'll, right it'll now. yeah, it'll feel different. It'll look different. It'll be, it'll, it'll, it'll be different. I'm just, that's what I'm excited for. Cause I mean, even now it's like, you just don't, 
there's so many different things you got to factor in. Like, hey, is this guy even good? Is he even going to be good in the NFL? And then does the team know how to use him that drafts him? And is the team, you know, um, does it is it good for 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 fantasy football? Like, because that's really what we're what what we're here for. And you know, either hear the you know, Walker, oh, he doesn't he doesn't block, or he doesn't want to block. And it's like okay. And then you've got Brees Hall, who's really good, and his old line stunking. It was even he's even better than you think he is. Like, I heard maybe multiple times this week that if this was ten years ago, Brees Hall would be a top five or seven pick. It's like oh well, now if you're a team like the Buffalo Bill, like oh my god, not only are we getting the best running back in the draft, but we might be getting a guy that is was Saquon Barkley four or five, six years ago that, you know, he's even better. He's not just some, some running back. So is, is that right? Is Brees Hall really that good? So I think now, you know, it's, it's speculation. I know where, you know, there's players that we, we don't want guys to, to go to, or at least me and stuff like that. So I'm super excited for the draft, especially day one, get to figure out where everybody's going and then, and then really start start locking into our season long drafts. I know I don't want him for the Bills. I know and that's with due respect to him and the Bills. But yes, you know, even if it was, I mean, the Bills took C.J. Spiller. Yeah, uh, 2012 or whatever year that was, and that was, I think, a top ten pick. And you know, yeah. so what? I mean, so many of those running backs just they don't seem to really change the fortunes of their team. You look at the. Edwards Hilaire draft, Taylor oh. and Swift and Dobbins and Dylan and Gibson, like I guess the Packers and the Chiefs anyway, but really how many of them have I mean Taylor's great. I don't want to make the wrong point. It's just it's it's, it's not quarterback. It, <laughs> no, I get it. And it it the other thing too is like, man, like if they, they drafted the worst freaking one. Like like if they would have taken any of those other running backs, like that could completely have changed. I mean, they might, they might've won another Super Bowl. I mean, that's crazy to think about. They should have taken T Higgins. Sure. Sure. Right. Because yeah. any of them would be taking the ball away from Mahomes. Yeah, no, I get that. I get it. You know, that's what I, I get it. All right, Adam. I like it. Uh, who've, who've we got coming up on Thursday? I don't know if we, we, we have anybody. Are we to Jay Moyer yet? Is he, is he uh, ducking us? Is he I think, us? I think he's busy. Jay, Jay's been busy. Is he too so, big for us? He, he, no, he's not. He's he not bigger than us. Jay's Everybody been, seems to know him and respect him. He seems yeah. like he's got it really going on good. Yeah, he's been he's been doing really well. He's uh, But I did reach out to him. He's been really busy at work. Much respect to, to that. And so, uh, but yeah, no, we'll get, we'll, we'll get somebody. I'm not, I'm excited. I really wanted to talk to the, to the football guys champs tonight. So, We'll lock somebody in. We'll 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 probably be done with our dynasty one k startup. We can dig into that. Maybe we'll grab somebody from that league and come on and could be done tell tonight. Him, tell them how good Kyle Pitts is. So yeah, that you you needed another show to <laughs> get out your Kyle Pitts rage. <laughs> okay. Thanks to Donnie and Brady. Thank you, Adam. Thanks everybody for watching, and we'll be back on Thursday night with another episode of the Deep End. If you're not dynasty inclined, just in the high stakes zone. We'll be back next Tuesday with an emphasis on the high stakes world with a look ahead to the draft uh, next week. Thanks for watching and we'll see you then. See you guys.